This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussel, and today we are going to be talking about dealing with self-doubt. And the reason that I wanted to talk about this is because, first off, I hear so many people talk about self-doubt. I hear so many people that, you know, are dealing with it, but don't understand that dealing with self-doubt is normal. You know, not feeling perfect about yourself all the time is not an indication that you're messing up. It's not an indication that there's something wrong with you. It's an indication that you're a fucking human being. And so I wanted to bring some light to that overall. Um, But then I want to go through a couple of things that, you know, I've used to work through self-doubt in my coaching career and things that you're going to be able to use to work through self-doubt in your athletic career as well. Uh, So, yeah, first thing is stop beating yourself up. Self-doubt is a normal thing to experience as you're trying to create something great with your life, as you're trying to accomplish things, you're going to have moments where you're going to wonder if you're able to do it. You're going to have moments where you're going to wonder about yourself. You know, do I have what it takes to reach this level? Or you're going to face adversity or face setbacks. And you're going to wonder, you know, is this setback? Is that my end point? Can I get further than this? Can I do more than this? And honestly, those setbacks are normal. But also feeling that way when you have a setback is normal. But today we're going to get into the keys of, first of all, how to deal with that self-doubt when it comes up but then also how to make sure you're breaking through it so that you can actually reach those new levels and actually start hitting those goals you have for your athletic career. So dealing with self-doubt. So the first thing is how to recognize it. And that's, you know, pretty simple, really what it came down to for me and what I think it comes down to for a lot of you out there as well is making sure that is like when it comes down to recognizing self-doubt sorry is thinking about your negative thinking about your self-talk so when you are sitting by yourself when you are on your own what are you saying to yourself how are you speaking to yourself and this was a huge unlock for me even in just the last few months you know for a long time i've been working through a lot of really big self-doubt issues i've been working through a lot of you know mental stuff as i you know became as i started growing in my coaching career and a lot of these issues were getting a lot better you know i was more confident in myself i was more confident in my services i was seeing my athletes see way 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 better results everything was going on the right path but somebody asked me one day what do you say to yourself when you're alone What do you truly think of you? And I realized that even though I was very confident in myself at that point, even though I was improving so much more at that point, what I was saying to me was overtly negative. You know, when I was alone, when I was by myself, you know, I'd mess something up and I'd call myself an idiot. I'd swear at myself. Like I was always speaking to myself in a very negative way. And I realized that that led to a lot more self-doubt because anytime I was faced with something in my career, anytime I was faced with, you know, a decision in my business or, you know, a certain thing with an athlete, I would always revert back to thinking I was an idiot, thinking I wasn't worth anything, thinking I was bad at what I was doing. 
And so I started really putting the time into reframing the way I speak to myself. And even just in the last three or four months, the changes that that has made for me have been astronomical. So the first thing I want you to think about is recognizing your self-doubt, recognizing your self-talk and understanding the changes you can make to that yourself and what that will actually do for your career moving forward. And if you recognize that you tend to be very negative towards yourself, like I was for a long time, start to think about changes you can make in order to change that. So the thing that I did that helped me out a lot was I started listing out who I wanted to become. I started listing out the coach that I wanted to be, you know, five years down the road, 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, and the character traits that that person possesses. And then every time I would catch myself in a, oh, Kenny, you fucking idiot, I would come back and say, no, you're not a fucking idiot, and then repeat those character traits that I was working on. So now, even though it sounds silly because I'm sitting there talking to myself, I would actually say out loud, no, you're not a fucking idiot, and then go back to those traits that I was working on. And that's made a huge difference for me, and I think right in the beginning can make a huge difference for you as well. But let's get into things that you can start doing when you start feeling that self-doubt and when you start feeling that negative self-talk. So the first thing is when you start to feel self-doubt, a lot of the time what I found for myself and what I'm sure you find for yourselves as well is this comes with bigger opportunities. You know, so for myself, one of the biggest ones was opening up my gym. It was something I'd wanted for a really long time. It was something that I had been thinking about for a really long time. And when it finally came time to the day that we were going to actually sign the papers and actually become the owners of this gym, immediately I went into panic. Am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to be able to run a gym? What if it all goes wrong? What if, you know, this bad thing happens or that bad thing happens? What if, what if, what if? And immediately didn't look at myself the same way. Immediately looked at myself as someone who wasn't going to be able to do this. And in turn, somebody who was going to fail and have a big business that was just basically funneling money out of my pocket and back into the world. And at that point, it was too late to turn back even if I had wanted to. We had a whole bunch of equipment bought. We had the lease. We had everything all ready to go. So even though every fiber of my being was screaming at me not to sign those papers, I signed them. And that was one of the big moments where I realized when you feel that feeling of every fiber of your being screaming at you, don't do this, don't do this, this is too much, what if you can't do it? Over time, what I've realized is every time I feel that and I do it anyway, good things follow. Every single time I feel that and I do it anyway, good things follow. So for myself, obviously, I mentioned it as you know opening up the gym, but what I see for a lot of athletes, this is moving up to new levels. This is turning pro. This is fighting for national championships. Like when those opportunities come up, is when athletes tend to almost lean out and be like, oh my God, am I going to actually be able to fight at this level? Am I actually going to be able to compete with these athletes? And when you feel those feelings, I'm not saying that you're going to win every time, but when you feel those feelings, instead of putting these people on a pedestal and saying, no, I'm not at that level. There's no way I can do this or I can do that. This is the time where you have to lean in when you would have leaned out. Because if you lean into that feeling of discomfort and that feeling of self-doubt and that feeling of not knowing if you're enough or not, 
what that's going to do is that's going to force you to become a better version of yourself to be able to reach that level. When I opened my gym, that forced me to become someone who knew how to make a gym work. That forced me to become someone who knew how to bring in clients and serve clients really well and grow a business purely out of fear that if I didn't, I'd be screwed. And again, I knew how to serve clients before. I knew how to bring clients in before, but this forced me to level up and this forced me to take it more seriously because now I had thousands of dollars of expenses that I didn't have before every single month and I needed to figure out how the hell I was going to do it. So for yourself as well, when these big opportunities come up, you know, whether it's playing on a higher level team, whether it's competing at a level that you've never competed at before, you know, turning professional, whatever it might be, and you start having those feelings of, am I good enough to do this? Lean into those feelings. Because if you lean into those feelings, if you truly have high level goals for your life or high level goals for your career, and you lean into those feelings and then put the time and the work into actually becoming the person you need to be to make it work, you're going to see bigger and better things come out of those feelings. So what can we do to actually work through self-doubt? The first thing that's really helped me anytime I've experienced those feelings, anytime I've experienced that self-doubt is morning routines. So I know people have, you know, I know chances are you've heard people talk about their morning routines, you know, the things they do every morning that set them up for success. I used to think it was corny as shit. Um, I thought morning routines were stupid. Just get up and start doing whatever you're doing. Uh, but somebody talked me into trying it. And so I figured I'd give it a shot. And I've tried a bunch of different things over the years. And each time, you know, I always switch it up as well when I feel like it's not doing what I need to anymore. I make sure to switch it up. I make sure to, you know, do some other things or take some things out of the routine, add some more in. But basically, what this allowed me to do was center my brain every morning. So every day when I wake up, I have 30 minutes that is always just focused on what I have ahead of me that day, what a successful day looks like, and allowing me to actually center myself and get ready before actually starting to tackle the day. So I'm tackling my day now at a much more relaxed headspace. And in turn, I'm able to get more done and I'm able to advance further towards the goals that I've got. So for yourselves as athletes, if you're sitting here and you're wondering, okay, like what should I have in a morning routine? You can really make it your own, like do whatever's gonna work for you, but wherever you're dealing with that self-doubt, you know, so for me, it was confidence in myself, confidence in my abilities as a leader. And so that was one of the biggest troubles I had in the beginning. So my morning routine was very heavily centered around affirmations. I would sit with the journal for 20 minutes and just brain dump about everything that I was struggling with, everything that I was you know, feeling about myself. And then as I started writing it down day after day after day, I started getting over it. I started getting over these feelings because I was like, yeah. These, when I actually read it back, oh, I'm afraid that, you know, I'm not good at what I do. I'm afraid that all my clients are going to all get up and leave at the same time. I'm afraid of all of these extreme things. It started making me realize that it was crazy, that it wasn't my reality. And in turn, I started getting past it. So the morning routine can really be whatever you want it to be. 
But the main idea is giving yourself time in the morning that is purely focused around keep around fixing your mindset and around centering yourself for your day. So you're coming at your day from a better headspace. Now, the second thing I tried that's worked for me really well over the years is meditation. So basically, every time I have these feelings of discomfort, these new levels or, you know, these things that I'm wondering about myself, you know, do I have what it takes? Am I going to make it? Every time those feelings come up, what I start doing now is I start setting aside time to meditate. And so for me, I don't follow any guided meditations or anything like that. I don't really feel I need them. Just a simple self-guided meditation works really well. And basically what I do is I sit calmly, put work away for a minute, and just breathe. Get as much air into my lungs as possible and as much air out of my lungs as possible. And basically just breathe the thoughts away. You know, if I'm wondering about myself, you know, am I going to be able to run this business? Am I going to be able to do this or do that? Whatever the issue is, I just sit and breathe and think about the problems. And as I think about the problems, I'm able to just let them go. I calm myself down and refocus on the goals I have for the day, the goals I have for the week and the goals I have for my career. Now, the thing I've been focused on quite a lot more lately that has helped me out a lot with my mindset and with these feelings of self-doubt, because unfortunately, they never go away. I've just been learning how to deal with them, is visualization. So my current routine right now, uh, I won't show it to you because it's sitting right over there, but uh, I don't want to mess with the screens or anything. My current routine right now, I sit at my desk in the morning and I review my company vision. So basically the project I was given was imagine where you want to be in three years. So I have a company vision for January, 2025, and I review each point of that vision and each point of who I need to become to make that vision a reality. Now, then I review why I do what I do, why I love what I do, which is to take athletes who don't have proper support systems and unleash them on the world. And I review why that's important to me. And then I set intentions. I have a notebook, in my desk that is just full of three daily intentions. So generally mine are impact over income, making sure that my focus is serving and delivering more than it is actually, you know, bringing in money. Um, don't get me wrong, money's still important and nobody should feel shame for that, but my focus is impact over income. Number two is being a good leader. And then number three generally revolves something around the business as well, because right now I'm in a period where most of my day every day is focused around my business. Um, but I set those three intentions for the day and then I get started with my day. It's not a long routine, but basically it just allows me to sit and visualize where I'm going to be in three years and allows me to continually develop an understanding of who I need to become if that's where I actually am going to be in three years. And in turn, those big goals that I have set for myself don't feel as scary. So for yourself as an athlete, doing something similar to this, you know, three years from today, where do you want to be competing? You know, I speak to a lot of MMA fighters. Do you want to be in the UFC in three years? Okay, let's say the goal is you're a UFC contender in three years. So in three years, you're a UFC contender. Now, what does the training between now and then have to look like? 
what does your mental game have to look like? What does your nutrition have to look like? What kind of coaches do you need on your team that you don't have right now? What are the steps between where you're at today and where you want to be in three years? And by sitting and reviewing that every morning, you're able to put a clearer path up those stairs, a clearer path up that ladder so that you can actually develop the path to that end goal of being in the UFC in three years. And in turn, you're going to be able to take the proper steps because you actually have clarity on what those proper steps are. And in turn, as you develop more clarity to those proper steps, you're going to be able to work through any of that self-doubt of wondering, am I actually going to be able to accomplish this goal? And understand that the people who actually accomplish it, earn it every single day. And so if you go out and you earn it every single day, starting right now, you're going to put yourself in a better position to accomplish that goal and every other one you set for your career. Being more intentional, it's just the key. You know, I've talked about it before. I'll talk about it again. But being more intentional is absolutely the key. Now, that is it. That is all. I appreciate everybody who took the time to tune in here live. Uh, I always love seeing the amount of people that, you know, want to come in and join the podcast. So I appreciate you. Thank you. My one ask of you is to share the show around. You know, wherever it is you're watching, wherever it is you're listening, share the show with a friend. And share the show with a teammate, share the show with a coach, anyone who is going to hear, need to hear this message. So thank you again. I appreciate you all for taking the time and I hope you have a great rest of your day. And we'll talk again soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusseau. Thank you again and see you next time.